Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gogos. This podcast is dedicated to helping you uncover how to turn your big idea into big business and grow your personal brand into the business of your dreams. Each week, I'll talk to founders of all kinds of businesses, exploring how they launched and grew their companies. Behind every successful business is an epic journey, one that can serve as a roadmap to help you grow yours. The Business of You is all about frank conversations and unique business wisdom for the entrepreneur. It's a chance to tune into the story behind the brand and retrace the path of those who walked this road before you so you can pave your own road to success. Welcome to the Business of You. If you've ever wanted to write a book and become a business owner, then today's episode is a must listen for you. My guest is Sarah Cannell. She is a best-selling author who's appeared on Oprah Winfrey, and she is a founder and CEO of a very successful business called Thought Leader Academy. Sarah's frameworks are gold, and they are unique in the book publishing industry, or I should say book coaching industry, because Sarah not only helps you write your book with through a very simple framework, but she also helps you launch and grow a business at the same time. In fact, her book writing methodology includes ways to magnetize your ideal client. I have never heard of that. But today, tune in and you will hear all about it as you tune in to The Business of You with Sarah Cannell. Sarah, welcome to the show. So great to have you here today. I'm thrilled to be here, Rachel. Thank you. We almost forgot to hit record. We've been chatting so long. (laughs) Anyway, you're up to so many great things and I, I love the way you're combining your faith with your business and the work that you put out in the world and this boot camp you were just sharing with me sounds really incredible. But before we dive into that, would love to hear your backstory and how you launched your business. Absolutely. So I was one of those kids that always wanted to be a writer. You know, I, I like had all these favorite books that I love to read, and and I thought like this is it. And and the real quick version is I thought that if you were meant to be a writer that a teacher took you aside and told you you were special and gave you books to read because that's what happened in all the movies and books about kids that became writers. So I just knew this was the narrative. This is how it was supposed to go. And when that didn't happen, I picked out the teacher it was supposed to happen with. He was a famous author and had books and wrote a column for the Washington Post. And I thought, this is my moment. And it never happened. Oh no! And I didn't realize that I was giving this person the power to decide my future and my destiny. And I internalized, again, unconsciously, but I said, I guess I'm not good enough. I guess I'm not, that's, I'm not allowed. And I went to college and read other people's books as an English major. And then I got a job at advertising, which was, you know, again, creative adjacent to what I truly felt this calling to do. And um, the job was a nightmare because I think often when we don't listen to our path and our true calling, you know, our intuition doesn't go well. And it was the me too era at the height, you know, so no one needs to know more than that. If you've been through it, you know what that is. And, um, and I started to really spiral. I I really, I went into a mental and physical health crisis, um, eating disorders, you know, really, really, um, in a dark place because I felt trapped. I'm a young single woman supporting myself. And I'm in an environment where there's um, pretty much daily assault, attack, harassment of some sort. It was it was really rough. 
So I'm traveling back from Boston to Chicago where I lived and um, they're calling my flight. You know, I have no time racing to the plane and there's a bookstore. And I was like, I just have to, you know, sometimes we read to escape, right? So I think I'm running in the bookstore. I don't have time to look and read the book jacket. I grabbed a book randomly, right? I think it was definitely a God moment. And I read this book called Holy Hunger by Margaret Bullet Jonas. And by the time I finished the book, I stayed up all night reading and I realized that was it. I said, I'm leaving this job. Even if I have to live on the street, even if like I, I said, there is no way it's basically like, I'm going to die anyway. You know, that's kind of how I felt. I was like, this is wow. taking me down. And, and so I'm actually just going to, and I went, I was like, I'm going to go get help for my health mm-hmm. and I'm going to um, leave this job. And that was the, that she, it, I credit that book as saving my life. Wow. I truly do. I, it was like, wow, that the power of one, and she's not famous, you know, it's not Brene Brown. It's not Michelle Obama. You know, it's like this one woman who had all the same fears we have, who wants to hear my story. I'm too old, you know, she, all the same stuff, but she wrote her book anyway. And I'm still here, honestly, Mm. because of it. And that was the game. It didn't happen overnight, but I said, well, I'm just going to pursue this, this. I I said, if that book saved my life, I'm going to, I'm going to spend my life paying that gift forward. I am going to write books. And when I, you know, again, not overnight, but as I pursued that vision with true devotion, you know, true surrender. And I didn't think I was good enough. I still didn't think it would work, but it ended up over time. I did get a literary agent. I got a book deal. I got on Oprah. I got in the New York times, like these amazing fantasies, you know, that we might have as thought leaders. And I said, you know what? I, I am going to channel my energy. Um, to help other incredible leaders that have this dream to do this. Like if, if someone knows they have a book in them, they know that they need to speak on a bigger stage. Like that's what I'm going to bring everything I've got, you know, after I got that book out. And that's been my mission ever since. How did you go from author to business owner? Yeah. Well, and writers are notoriously the starving right. artist is an archetype, totally. right? It's an archetype I'm here to break. Actually, I'm about prosperous writers and and you know thriving entrepreneurs. So what happened is um I did the I did the starving artist thing, right? At first for a long time. And I realized that I was not going to be able to serve people. You know what I mean? Like it's Marianne Williamson has a great quote: you're being broke serves no one, mm-hmm. right? Like, like it That's doesn't true. serve anyone for us to to be struggling. And so I realized, you know what I have, and this was another, you know, power of prayer. I said, okay, just show me. I, I love a thing called the show me prayer. Mm-hmm. Just as basically you say, you know, okay, show me the next step or show me the right connection here or show me the book idea, whatever it is. And I did a show me prayer. And within 48 hours, I had invitations to like three. I didn't even know how I got on these. We talked about this. I don't know how I got on these people's email list. I got invited to three trainings, like webinars. And they were basically about building a business out of, you know, your craft, you know, what you, what you do. And I had gone back and gotten my MFA in writing. You know, I had all the degrees. Wow. Okay. So I'd done all that stuff and, um, but I didn't know how to run a business. And so I went to these three trainings and it was like Goldilocks and the three bears, you know, one was to <laughs> throw, one was, one was to like, I think advanced for where I was, I was overwhelmed. And then I, I, I went to this one, um, with, a. uh, Stacy, I think Stacy Morgan Stern and Carrie Peters, and they ran a group called Health Coach Institute. I'm not a health coach. I'm a right, you know, whatever. And but they had a master's 
uh, is called the, the holistic MBA. So it was basically like, like a business school for creative entrepreneurs and, um, in the health or other spaces. And I, I just knew I had to invest. It was the first time I made an investment. I was sick to my stomach. $10,000. I thought I was going to die. With you know, no, like, you didn't have I had like a strong, no, like income. I had no saving, you know, it was just like it, on paper, it was a, it was a bad investment. And yet I knew, you know, my intuition was just like, this is where you, you've got to go. Yeah. And I did everything they suggested to learn to put a business together and launched what is now Thought Leader Academy in our business and um, had um, really rapidly went to six figures using their model. And which was to me, like, may as well have been a million at that point because yeah, I was yeah. so unable, like most writers to make any kind of income. I'd gone from struggling to make $20,000 in a year. Wow. And then I went to six with them and have continued to invest in mentorship since mm -hmm. then. And we now are up, you know, over seven figure a year company. Amazing. What year was it that you launched your company? Yeah. So it was about six years ago. So oh, I'm you. so like bad with, you know, when people go back yeah. and like it was 2019 or whatever. So probably, you know, like, well, well, it's about seven years now. And we've, we doubled every year until last year. Um, we grew, but didn't do a full double in 2023. Um, and now hearing other people's stories, I was like, wow, the fact that we had, you know, I thought we had 20% growth is a miracle, you know? So it's, it's, um, so we will be doing that double this year, but, um, uh, tell me about your, your sales and marketing. How did you go from, you know, launching six, seven years ago to already seven figures? And actually, before you answer the sales and marketing, like what yeah. do you credit that growth to? Yeah, there's really been, there's been two pieces. So um, one is that, um, so because we, we this is our third year at seven plus, right? So the fact that that could happen with someone who, you know, for my whole life couldn't make, you know, more than like $50,000 ever, you even at like, you know, a better job or whatever. So I credit it with two ways. One is that I prioritize like mindset and faith above everything. And so to me, if I have to even choose between strategy and the mindset work, the faith work, like that's where it all happens. I believe that's where all the magic is happening because that's the identity. That's the, like, we step into the greater version of ourselves we were, I think, really created to be. And then, um, so for instance, the year we went to seven figures and I'll share the marketing piece too. Every day I woke up and I just said, what does the seven figures CEO do today? I just pretended that like, what would that person do? And I did everything I could possibly, like whatever the answer was that came, um, I did my best to, to fulfill it. Like, you know, some might say, oh, well, they would go buy a new car. I didn't do stuff like that. Right. But like it was, I did, if it was like, you would network with this person, you would pitch this, you would write this kind of a book, you would hire this team member. I just went on a faith walk. Like wow. I've never done in my life. And what's so cool is that we will always get the answer when we do that. I mean, my book, The Science of Getting Rich for Women is like, it maps the whole, that whole process out. Really? Okay. Feel. But it was like, that was the core question. And now I do that with every up level. You know, so those of you listening, it's like, what does the best-selling author do today? What does the um, six-figure CEO, if that's your next milestone? And it is incredible to me. So I have to credit the mindset work. I, I'm deep into neuroscience as well as faith work. As And so I use, um, and I'm trained in many modalities like NLP and neurofeedback. And, you know, I use all of that in our programs because if we don't do that piece, 
we won't apply the strategies. We won't make the pitch. We won't sit down and write the words. Like it's just so I, it's baked into everything we do because to me, I couldn't get anywhere without it. Then what was interesting is when everyone was saying you have to build funnels and run ads, my intuition every time was like, no, no, no. All I focused on was guest speaking, like, you know, speaking in other people's groups, both in person and virtually. Obviously, during the pandemic, it was all virtual. I hosted my own master classes and boot camps and, you know, like the one we have coming. And um, so speaking and referrals. That is all, every week I would reach out to three people that I thought could potentially, you know, they might have communities or know people that were interested in writing a book or getting, you know, doing a TEDx talk or speaking. And I would um, just focus on serving them. Just truly like get together on Zoom and what's your biggest goal? How can I support you? And if it was a fit to share what I did and how I could be of service to them, I did, but only if it authentically was. And I'm it's like, that's it. We're speaking referrals. Yeah. took us to seven. How about today? Do you, not today, today, but just I just started, we just started ads in the second half of 2023 because we do want to scale, you know, right. to, to eight the next figures. You know, yeah. eight figures. And, um, and now I love them, but you know, I, I think it was, it just something in me. Um, I think I knew that I didn't know enough about how to do that. Well, I hadn't connected with great marketers like you. I hadn't, you know, I didn't have the right network to effectively. And I know that some people spend all this money and that doesn't convert. I love ads now, but I wasn't, I don't think I was ready to invest in them. And I don't think I probably had, it was probably a good thing because I probably wouldn't have made the best investments. And so I'm thrilled. I waited until I did, because it also shows my clients that you can go to seven figures organically. Right. Yeah. So true. I love having that playbook for them. And then I've got the ads playbook if they want that too. If you've been thinking to yourself, I wish I had a personal brand that was easy to articulate and really captured all that I do, then look no further. Check out www.thebrandid.com today and sign up for a brand strategy session. We work with thought leaders, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, authors, and speakers all the time. And we've been doing this for nearly 15 years. We love the work we do, and we would be so honored to help you uncover and define your personal brand. So check out www.thebrandid.com today and sign up for your brand discovery session. Well, let's switch gears and talk a little bit about the authors, the type of authors you serve, and if you want to share a little bit about your process. Yeah. I think having a book coach is such a smart investment for anybody wanting to birth a book because it is very much uh, a gestation period and a birthing process. So, so sure. For sure. Because I couldn't do it on my own. You know, we think writing is a solitary thing. We're in the cabin in the woods or something. It's like, no, everyone has a team. Everyone has an editor. So yeah, really um, we work with primarily mission-driven women. I mean, someone who knows that the work they're here doing in the world is a calling you know, that's really how I define mission-driven. It's like, and we actually um, even like articulate in our work that it's really about leading a movement. The book is a piece and a portal to your movement, to attract clients, to open the doors 
for speaking engagements in the media. But ultimately, I feel like we, I'm sure anyone listening to this, I know this is true about you, Rachel, like you're leading a movement of the way that what you're bringing to the industry that's unique. And so we really serve, you know, typically um, coaches, experts, and entrepreneurs who feel that sense of purpose and calling in their work. And what we do is help them. A lot of people come into us. They have no email list. They don't have a social media following. They're just like, I want to do a book or I have a book in me, or I've been many of many of the incredible people we work with are, um, they've been so devoted to their craft and working one-to-one and, and they're just at the point where they know they want to serve more people. They want to touch more lives. They want to create more impact and they want to generate more revenue right? They're going to get bottlenecked one-to-one. We all know there's only so many hours we can, we can work. Right. So, um, so we take a lot of people from that place and then it's about a real like exponential, um, increase in our five strategies, which is publishing a book. It, it books, because there's such a, you guys know my story now, you know, books saved my life. So I believe in the power of them so deeply, but it's also just, it's a credential builder. It's a, it's a reason that you'll be picked for podcasts and be in the media and on stages. It's just that really important credential for anybody who wants to be that industry leader and expert in their, their niche. You already are the expert, but it's like, we want the world to see you as the expert yeah. is one of the most immediate ways to do that. Um, authors get picked 80% more and get paid 80% more to speak or appear in, in the media I believe it. Yeah. than if you don't have a book. So I just feel like it's just, an, if anyone has a course, they're a coach, you want a book. Then our second, um, our second strategy we work on is speaking. So again, that's whether that's hosting your own podcast, like you do appearing on other people's podcasts, keynotes, speaking people that want to get, you know, paid. We have clients getting paid $20,000 per keynote. Some people feel like I just want to write a book and do a keynote a month and I'm good to go, you know, yeah, like, yeah. so that, um, that type of work, TEDx, you know, for people that w- would like to do that particular, um, experience, which I love third pillar of five is building or magnetizing your audience because a lot of people come to us. They, they haven't done that piece, right. They've been busy doing their craft and transforming the lives of the one-on-one people they work with. And they, it's like, they don't have an audience yet. And so we have a lot of moves about leveraging other people's audiences while you're building your own, because it's really hard to suddenly just like, you know, magically create a hundred thousand people following you on Instagram, right? right. Takes a minute. Yeah. So yeah, that strategy, then fourth of five is monetizing the mission. Okay. And so that's really, if someone has, if you have people that come in and they are a coach or they're a, you know, a marketing specialist like you, Rachel, or whatever, it's like, then it's taking either again, going to one to many or um, up-leveling what you charge your back because now you're a best-selling author and speaker and so it's like you get to people usually at least double if not triple or higher their their income because we're we're doing that and then some people come and they're the flip like they're like I have an idea I don't have a coaching program around it I don't have a membership and so then we build that oh you do Yes. So that, or sometimes people want to swap. Like we have some people just started, um, over this Monday and they're like, I've been doing this and I want a new niche, a new avatar. They're doing a pivot. So book Mm -hmm. is a great way to pivot because you basically put a new flag in the ground. Totally. And then we help them build out whether they want to do a coaching program, a membership retreats, VIP days, you know, whatever product or service they want to put with that. And then we always circle. I do this as a circle because we think of our program as a continuum. And then the fifth and final um, strategy is our leadership, right? That's our mindset. That's our 
you know, neuroscience, that's our faith, that's the work that we're doing to continue to evolve mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and be at the identity of the, the next vision because it's an identity shift every time. Yeah, so true. So you're not just coaching people on writing a book, you're really coaching them on building a business, building a brand. Yeah. Um, you're, yeah, this is incredible. I didn't, uh, I actually didn't realize it. I love it, Rachel. Well, it's a lot, right? You think, and and we lead with book because it is a foundational asset that yes, we do want totally. everyone to have. And we have a way to do it where it's easy and fast and not like this grueling, horrible Sisyphus up yes. the mountain with the boulder, you know, we can make it fun yes. and We've got really great frameworks and editors who like help make this happen mm-hmm. more quickly. Um, but what happened is I started just books, right? That was my mission. I was doing it. And then everyone, of course, I was sending them to this person for speaking and someone yeah. else heard this and business coaching. And they're like, well, please don't make me go all these places. You're already doing it. Just like, again, playbook it for me. Yeah, like, yeah. It was birth. Yeah. But it's so important to me because think about it. Like you write a book. And it sells for, you know, after Amazon discounts it, yeah. you know, whatever you get as the author, let's say you get $7 every book you sell. Well, that's not the kind of thing you want to build a million dollar a year business on, yeah. right? It's fun. I love my book royalties. They're delightful, but I want everyone to feel like that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Like I want that to be, I want everyone to have a high ticket, really lucrative program, product or service so that they're really like in one sale, you've made back the investment and even like learning the whole system and having your book and then you're in profit. That's right. really, that's what we love at our team. <laughs> that's oh, what we yeah, love. absolutely. Well, and you mentioned earlier, actually, before we were recording that you, even in teaching people and coaching them on writing their book, you actually coach them on a particular way of writing their book so that it becomes a part of their marketing. Completely. Yeah. yeah. Because, because again, so many people go, I want to do a book and they'll like tell their story and they'll write a great book. But the problem is it doesn't give them any of the book outcomes that they want. So we start in our boot camps and in our thought leader Academy program, we start with everyone's ideal outcomes. So maybe, maybe again, is that paid speaking? Is it going one to many? Is it generating $500,000 a year? Then you reverse engineer the book to create that outcome, right? And that's the piece that, so, cause you know, if you just go to someone to teach you to write a book, they'll be like, oh great, what's your book? And here's, I'll edit it, right? And you don't get an actual, you know, we, we were, I mean, our goal is where halfway through the book, people hire you guys. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, they're, and we create interactive, we have a whole, a whole way that we create interactivity in the book. So someone goes from a reader to a potential client mm-hmm. and it's relational, not just passive. Like, you know, if someone buys your book on Amazon, you can't talk to them. Right. But when you create an interactive experience, there can be quizzes or assessments or book yeah. portals or things you offer for free, but then name and email, it's an opt-in, right? Right. right. We want the book to be that asset to someone's legacy. Yeah, no, totally makes sense. Speaking of legacy, where where is your uh, GPS taking you next in 2024, 2025? What do you see in your future? Well, it's really exciting because, um, you know, we've got the million dollar playbook for thought leaders organically and we have the best-selling book. You know, we've got these, these, I call them playbooks because it makes it sound more fun, right? Yeah. It does. And what, <laughs> yeah. And what it's more fun, right? It's like, it's a playbook. Um, and what I'm really, really called to this year is um, creating a new playbook for um, really like a hundred X visibility mm. 
for our thought leaders, because even though you've got those pieces, it's really, we're all in this to change lives. We're in this to help people. We're in this to truly, I talk about instead of informational content, we, we coach people on creating transformational Mm. content. And we do that through some kind of, you know, energetic, you know, stuff that can seem a little weird that we're going to be focusing on our March bootcamp, which is very neuroscience-based and really exciting. And it's, it's through like truly networking and connecting and strategic partnering at very high levels with other thought leaders. And that's a playbook. Like I haven't been able to bring to our clients because I haven't had a hundred X, you know, I've had a 10 X. So that's my devotion this year is to, um, is to, I'm dedicating myself to what are the moves that our clients will be able to use to even get their books read in much higher volumes, even get themselves visible on even bigger platforms. And as I shared with you, we're focusing on in, in March, um, activating the content that we write. And this is like a weird concept, but, um, you know, Rachel, we talked about this a little bit. There is so much tradition around the world in both the arts and religions and spiritual contexts where the state of the creator, where we're writing from or filming from or speaking from is not the same if we just kind of show up and start clicking keys or grabbing that microphone versus when we really activate ourselves into a state of service and being a channel and being um in in a, a space of um like like the highest highest place that we can create from and so we're really excited we're doing a whole week on those activations because um we want to show how to activate the content because what'll happen is the receiver the reader the audience the person on social media they won't even understand why like i just always have to look at what rachel's putting on instagram i don't know why i mean i love her she's great but like why am i just so drawn and why does every time i look at her feed I feel better about myself or I feel more possibility or I get new ideas about my brand that comes, I I believe from activating ourselves and the content. And it's just something that, you know, doesn't get taught anywhere else because who's doing that when you're just right. So there's the strategy of how to make things high converting and magnetizing, but this is like the energetic state that we get into the spiritual state, whatever we want to call it is honestly the game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so exciting. I can't wait for that. What are the dates for that March? Yeah. March 11th through, I think it's the 16th, Monday through Friday that week. Perfect. So it sounds like despite all the strategy that you've learned through the years and through this online MBA, et cetera. And you mentioned like you still lean more into the, the, um, almost like the metaphysical aspect of growing your business too. That's yeah, that, uh, that is pretty wild, actually. It's crazy. And what's fun is for people that like science, there's yeah. so much neuroscience yeah. about the way the reticular activating system works and about how identity drives behavior. Yeah. And so really what for me, and this doesn't have to be true for everyone by any means, like allowing time for, for me, it's prayer and meditation and journaling and being in nature puts me into a state where those ideas like actually the strategies download or they clarify, or I get that sort of razor sharp focus. And so we all have our different ways of connecting to that. that. So true. But I do think 
that if we connect first and then create, Mm -hmm. there is an alchemy that happens and there's a gift to the world. The receiver of that is going to feel it. And we, you know, a lot of us have seen the statistics. If you follow Gary Vee or these people, the attention span this year, you know, right now in 2024, as we film this is 2.9 seconds. That's the attention span of the average American adult. And so if our content does not, what does not magnetize, does not like energetically connect with someone in 2.9 seconds, they're moving on. And, and that's why people are calling attention. The number one resource it used to be time or money or whatever things that attention is being considered right now with my, you know, the most recent research as the number one, like commodity, you know, in, in, in the world today, because of what we've done with, you know, being on these all day. Right. Right. So, guilty. I absolutely do it to myself. And so what I'm interested in, you know, anyone that feels like, I don't know how to stand out. I don't know my, how to differentiate, um, is to whether you're doing the branding with you, Rachel, or you're creating books and talks and, mm-hmm. and social media content and videos is that we don't have time anymore. It's not a nice to have. Yeah activate the work. It's, it's a necessity. I believe. No, I totally agree. Or you're going to go to your grave, not having put your best work out there and, um, and have extensive regrets. And that is not a way to live. What, what advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about writing a book? Just a couple, maybe quick tips, like three or four quick. Yeah. I'm going to give you a sneak preview of like a core framework that we have, but we can do it in like a minute. And it, This was what liberated me from feeling like a book was so hard and took so long and was such a struggle mm-hmm. to be able to write a book. We, a lot of our clients, if they're writing from their expertise, um, can write a book in six weeks, wow. of three years. And that's what I, I, it would take me years to write. And I can write a book in six to 12 weeks easily now, a good book, like these right. books, words and like, you know what I mean? Like good, you know, I'm not talking about some, you know, junky book that we would right. want to name on like good books. So we help our clients write excellent books. And what I want everyone to think about just to see if this like excites anybody listening is three S's. Mm. Okay. So my name is Sarah. So hopefully it's easier to remember Sarah, the three S's. So this is my secret book framework, but you can use it for any piece of content. The first S is your story. Mm -hmm. The whole book that'll be longer part of the book. If it's a social media video, it's a few seconds, but something about what I call the origin story. It's like the superheroes, you know, they have like Batman's parents were killed and he grew up to fight crime. We all have a reason we're doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Random. It was imprinted on it. You know, it's a calling, right? So something about, and, and a story about where you've been and what we've come through and why we're doing this work will immediately right? That'll immediately activate a listener mm-hmm. if you're a reader because it's like, oh, I identify, right? Story is, is of the soul. It's of the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, the second S is the situation. Mm. Again, if this is a short piece of content, then this could be one statistic. You know, okay. we had a client doing a book. She used to be in the fitness industry, realized how horrible it was for, you know, her health and it wasn't fit and it wasn't healthy at all. And, and, and her, her, that's her story, right? She was a professional fitness person, um, realized it was unhealthy, wanted to get out. And then the situation is that she found a statistic that 94% of American women said they hated their bodies. Wow. It's just dreadful. It's, yeah. it's horrific to think people are walking around like, and they use the word hate, not like not happy with, maybe right. not. It was like hate. So she, um, that was so upsetting to her that kind of drove her on this mission to be like, we, we got to do something about this, right? So the situation could be a statistic 
a study, Mm -hmm. um, a, a cool fact. I worked with a realtor who told me people decide if they're buying a home in less than nine seconds. Hmm. So I said, well, you got to put that front and center. Right. If you're writing a book on how to sell your house faster, that goes right up front, right? Yeah. This situation. So saying to someone, don't worry if your bedroom suite is beautiful. What does the entryway feel like? What's happening in the first nine seconds? Walk right. through your house and time it on a stopwatch. And that's what you get. Mm-hmm. So that better feel amazing. The lighting, the music, the smells better be incredible, right? So the situation, and we now with AI, you know, you can go on and get statistics in two seconds on chat GPT, right? Yeah. So pick one that you like. And then, um, and it's the stakes too. Like, what are the stakes if someone doesn't do something about their situation, okay. right? So it's like you won't sell your house for eight months or you'll waste your life hating your body when you could be having a good time or whatever right. it is, right? right? So situation. final S, which is the rest of your piece of content mm-hmm. is the solution. Mm. So truly, it's so weird, but if I've taught this to doctors, lawyers, realtors, entrepreneurs, coaches of all genres and niches, if we do these three things, book, a talk, a marketing email, anything, it will be valuable, it will differentiate, Mm -hmm. and it will attract people to want more from us because we're we're, we're helping them see, hey, I'm like you, I get you, I've been there. Yeah. By the way- look at what's going on and what's going to cost us if we stay here, like some tough love. And then don't worry because I have a solution for you. So in a a video on social media, you give one little nugget of a solution. In a book, you might give your whole framework. Right. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. So simple and brilliant. I love it. I use it to create content all the time. Mm -hmm. We've created thousands of books. The reader's never going to know it's a framework. Right. Right. Yeah. Really fun. Well, and and frameworks are, uh, you know, like the, the hero's journey, for example, right? Like that's a whole other framework. I yeah. mean, frameworks exist because we've I- created or identified formulas that really work. Um, and and just you know, to your credit, a formula like this that can help break the book writing process down for someone who's here to make an impact in the world is, you know, you're giving them a gift, and you're giving everybody that reads that book a gift yes. because you're making it easy for them to put it out there. And so many times people just get stuck in their minds with, I don't know where to begin. I just had a friend here this weekend and um, she's a brilliant coach and a photographer actually. And she was here three days. She's like, I started four newsletters while I was here, didn't finish any because she's so in her head with writing them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is where we just get to break out of that. And I was there for years and years and years, fantasizing, wishing, wanting, hoping, banging my head, you know, wrenching my hair. And it just doesn't have to be that way. It just, this will liberate you. Even just that. I mean, we've got lots of cool strategies and frameworks, but like even that one alone, you create a piece of content today, if you're listening using SSS Mm -hmm. and it will, it will be a powerful piece of content. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, my dear, where's the best place to learn more about you? And yes. um, and also tell us about the VIP, or not the VIP, the um, your launch that you're doing in March, yes. where people can sign up for that. Absolutely. So we'll, Rachel, get you. So in the show notes here, you guys will get, we're going to give you a special pass. Any of you that want to come work on the SSS, write a book or any other type of content, the best-selling book bootcamp is going on um, March, we said, week of March 11th, and we'll put a code so you all can upgrade to um, get the VIP experience, which just means extra time with our team and extra support as a gift of being part of Rachel and her audience um, and community here. And then um, always, you can DM me on Instagram. It's just at Sarah Cannell. And it's S-A-R-A, 
C-O-N-N-E-L-L. I'm Sarah without an H. And um, you can even DM, DM me the word activate and then I'll um, make sure you guys get the uh, roadmap. It's like a little little bonus training that goes before the bootcamp. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's great having you. So good to be here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Business of You. If you found a little dose of inspiration or learned something new, please leave a review and share it with a friend or even two. Interested in building your brand and business? Tune in next time to The Business of You podcast. And remember, there's only one you. You're the biggest differentiator your business has. Until next time, friends.